and I really uh, enjoy having a team who accepts me the same way that my students accept me, right? So when I come to school with my big thick eyeliner on <laughs> and whatever else I decide to do that day, uh, I'm celebrated instead of judged or looked down upon. That was Letter J, and this is the Hangout of the Voice of Marbella podcast. Welcome to the Hangout of the Voice of Marbella podcast. I'm your host, Roman. I am here with Bree. Javon. And I am Mr. Summersmith. How are yeah. y'all today? I'm good. How are you? Are good. We- it was a long day today, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But today we're going to talk about like how our teacher grew up and how he was. Well, basically, we're just going to be like interviewing him, getting to know him more. So, <laughs> all right. So, um, so, um, how how does it feel being a teacher and working with kids? Uh, well, I love being a teacher. Uh, I knew for a long time that that's what I wanted to do. And then when I moved across the country to Denver, uh, which I can talk more about later if need be, uh, I got really excited to get hired here. I was at a school before this out in Arvada. And so now being over here in Mount Bello, I've seen a little bit of both sides of the city. Uh, and I really enjoy it. I do. I like seeing uh, kids express themselves, right? Like the three of you do very, very, very often, right? And I, that's what I enjoy. That's why, you know, in my classroom, I'm never going to stop you from being yourself because that's like the whole point of being here. Yeah. So I like watching young minds grow because uh, your generation is awesome. And you're going to change things for the better. And that's what we need. So I'm lucky to be a teacher in the time of Gen Z. So, What what made you become a teacher here in McGloom? Ooh. Okay. So when I moved across the country, like I previously stated, I, uh, I, got, I took the first job I could get from across the country, right? And uh, when the time came for me to decide, do I want to stay there or change jobs? I went to a job fair and I was actually recruited by a few of my now colleagues. And uh, I came and visited the school for a day and that was it. Like there was no going back at that point. Um, I was welcomed in so nicely and the community here is wonderful. um, And everybody's so, you know, welcoming uh, to people who are not from the community originally. Uh, so I, I guess just the environment was nice enough to feel like, you know, I could be myself also. Cause as much as we want kids to be themselves, you know, as adults, we also like to feel like we can be ourselves and, and McLone and Montbello in general has given me that space as well, um, to be who I need to be in this life, just like we give to you. So I guess just, you know, nice, nice, welcoming, warm environment. Okay. Uh, um, how does it feel being uh an LGBT, the only LGBTQ uh, teacher in the school? He's not the only. Uh, well, one. I'm not the only. Oh, you're not. There's more. Really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It does feel good to again be welcomed into be myself because even as adults, I'm sure y'all know the older generations are not the same as you, mm-hmm. and so in some environments, you know, we do feel on and my colleagues. Um, Because we do have a good support group. I I, I really do believe that. And even for students who are not a part of the community, they're still very, uh, of the LGBTQIA plus community, they are still very accepting and welcoming and let me be myself. Like uh, the day I came out as non-binary and we celebrated with my flag, which was very exciting, um, (laughs) considering that my own family wouldn't even do that. So 
Oh, I remember taking pictures of you on the with the flag right. on. Wasn't that fun? Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, we were outside for third period. He was subbing uh, for Miss Williams, and uh, we went outside. And I was like, Mister Lee, you should let me take pictures with you with the flag on. Yeah, and, they they had me put my my flag on the non-binary flag. Like me, I don't like school that much. But like when I'm home, it's boring. Like I'd rather be at school more than home. Well, it's good that you feel what? like it's fun, like entertaining, right? <laughs> what about you, Bree? I really like. I really only come to school for very few reasons, like to see my friends yeah. and mostly second period because it'd be fun. Um, yeah, sixth period is just, like, uh, fun yeah. Too. And then it's like whenever Miss Williams is out, and I'm like, I'm always like, is Mister SS gonna sub for us? Is Mister gonna sub for us? That's and, so sweet, yo. And it's I don't know, like coming being into eighth grade with Mister SS is just like really changed point of view, like. I see different sides, like, and I'm just, I'm just really glad that you transferred to the school, Mister. Thank you, Bri. Yeah, because honestly, that. I, honestly, I thought we were gonna have all girl teachers. <laughs> oh, honestly, because we mostly hey. had all girl teachers last year. And mm-hmm. I'm the best of both worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like honestly, like, I feel like if you would, like, if you would sub, like, every class would be too messy. But like, if teachers were down, you would sub, like, it would be like the it's that so class fun would when, when all, we're in his class. They all are something not. They asked me why I sub so much. They're like, why are you taking everybody's classes? I'm like, <laughs> because I'd rather hang out with the kids. Like, I know, I, I, you know, like, I'd rather you get work done and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Than feel bored. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of my whole philosophy of teaching is like, look, I don't want to be bored. So why would I want you to be bored? The way you said it is like, I want to be around the kids. Right. <laughs> the way you said it. Um, when, when, when did you first come out, mister? So. I did not come out until I was 17, almost 18 years old. Um, and in fact, I knew uh, I knew that something was different. And then I pinpointed what that was at one point in time uh, in probably high school. Uh, but I do not come from a very accepting family. Uh, so I was basically living a fake life. Um, you know, I had a girlfriend all through high school. and. Um, I mean, now I'm now I identify as pansexual. So, you know, now I don't put labels on gender based relationships. But at the time, of course, in high school, I didn't really know what was going on. And then I came out uh, finally uh, when I had my first boyfriend (laughs) uh, to my family. Uh, It was a very interesting coming out story, but I don't have to tell the whole thing because we'll be here all day. But it was like almost at the end of high school because I knew it's kind of sad. It was because I knew that I had somewhere to go if I needed to. I knew that, um, you know, I was about to go off to college and uh, I was just, you know, finally accepting who I was and I wanted the world to do the same. But unfortunately, you know, sometimes you don't feel that safe place at home. And I actually felt that safe place at school. So I relate to students who do enjoy being at school and feel accepted because that was where I went. It was funny enough. It was always my English teacher who uh, would accept me for who I was. Like I came out to most of my teachers and my friends at school before my family. I was actually outed to my mother. By who? My sister. Um, Because I had told her just kind of like, you know, wanting someone to get it off my chest too. And I had told her and that night at dinner, she straight up told my mom in front of me. Did she whoop you? uh, She threw a plate of spaghetti at me. My mom would have done the same thing if I yeah ever I, came out. I missed it. I didn't get hit, um, <laughs> but she. Uh, That's my story. <laughs> okay, continue, Mister. Uh, did not react the way that I had hoped. 
for my, you know, family to react. But that's why when you get older, you can, you know, pick your own family. And, and soon enough, you know, I met my partner and, you know, life got, life got better. Uh, but it wasn't the best coming out story. So I don't tell it often. Um, did you meet your partner out here in Denver or like back when you were? No. So we actually met when we were 18. We were both kids still. Basically, we had just finished high school um, and I was in college uh, at the time, which was like two and a half hours from where I'm from. So I'm from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And I went to school. Um, I went to college in Charleston, which was like two hours, two and a half hours. And I would go home on the weekends. And um, I went home one weekend and and the rest is history. But we uh, went to we're from the same place, but we went to different schools. Um, so we knew of each other, but we never met until that time, I guess for a reason. Um, and then we decided to move out here last year. Yeah. Um, did you meet him over there or so they, like, is he here with you? So now? they, them pronouns, they, they use they, them pronouns. They are oh, non-binary. Oh, that's my apologies. No worries. Yeah, you're good. Um, and are they here now? They are like in Denver. Yeah. Yes, they do. They, we live, we both live in Denver. Yes. Yeah. What do they work at? Uh, they're an artist. Yeah. So. so since we were talking about how you met your partner and stuff, like how long have you had, a, like how long have you, like how many girlfriends have you had in the past? Girlfriends? Yeah. He was a player. <laughs> <laughs> None since high school. Uh, like, but no, I saying. mean, I also met my partner right after high school. Uh, like during, like before, like before I came out, is yeah. that your question? I mean, I had girlfriends like in middle school and. High school, I had one girlfriend from 8th grade to, like, 11th grade. Her name was Becky. Becky? Uh, not bad, not bad. And then there's, like, we were in band, though. So, like, oh, you, you know, you every... played band, mister? Yeah, I was in band. I, I... <laughs> was that for football, like, games and stuff? Yeah, we'd play, like, games, and we had competitions and, you know, all that good stuff in the South, in the good old South. <laughs> Roman? What's up, Roman? Have you ever played any sports in high school? Ooh, no. So, sport, I have a bad relationship with sports, and I don't know if I've opened up about this with y'all, but... Uh, basically growing up, sports were kind of a thing that was shoved down my throat so I wouldn't be gay. Um, and it didn't work, obviously. <laughs> uh, so I was really grateful to find band because it was like I was still doing something. Um, but I was also in the military at the same time. Uh, while in high school, I was in a program. And so I used those to fill in the fact that I didn't want to play sports. My family would kind of force me to watch the games and I never really could get into it. But y'all know. I'm always here to support, so that's why when I come to y'all's games, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but yay, go, Ma go, go McLoan. <laughs> Honestly, our volleyball team and football team was kind of good. The volleyball team was great, but our football team was not bad. Our football I team? mean, it wasn't that good, but it wasn't that bad the either. We're like, we're mid. Right. Me personally, I really didn't try that, that um season. Same. I just wanted to play against Farabi Hell because of James. Because, like, he used to come here last year. He was our running back. Last year, we had a good season. We had Mr. Pacheco as our... Um, coach, he was a good coach though. Miss Kill too, she was good. Roman, honestly, yeah, Mr. Pacheco was honestly like that season. That that was a good season. We went three and three. We almost made it to the playoffs. But like this season, I feel like this this was my best season I played though. I scored I scored uh three touchdowns and stuff. What about you, Bri? We're getting off topic, <laughs> right? <laughs> um. Anyway, Mister. So um. Oh, what um what like what classes did you have and stuff? Like what kind of classes? When I was in school, yeah. like in high school, yeah, like uh, like colleges to help you, like classes like early colleges. Yeah, uh, so I did. Uh, I actually was a uh, a CTE completer, which is career technology education, I believe, 
and uh, I was supposed to be an architect. So I completed all the architecture courses and I did some construction classes. And then senior year, I actually took my first teaching class. We did this thing called teacher cadet, uh, which was where we would leave school for a couple periods a day and go teach middle schoolers um, as a high school, like as a senior. And so that was when I, I actually taught in my my uh, seventh grade language arts teacher. No, sixth grade language artist teacher. I went back and I taught with uh, her uh, as a teacher cadet. And then, you know, from there I had to pick between architecture and, and, and education. And uh, education. well, I went off of which school I could get into easier. I got into all the colleges I applied for, but uh, you know, money was a big factor and I really wanted to live in that area. Plus it was a really good education school and I just kind of fell in love with it. So the rest was easy. I took forever. It took me seven years to graduate, but that was my fault. Roman, what what do you what you got for me? I forgot. Well, I have another question too. Okay. Like, uh, is that when you did that class, did you find love to be a teacher? That's kind of. Kind of. And it was funny because the architecture teacher and the actually an older married they were a married couple, so it was almost like I had to pick which uh person kind of guided me more. Um, and I think that for me teaching, so I love architecture still to this day. Um, I think some of you know that. Uh, but for me, it's more of a hobby and less of a career. I wanted my career to be something that I could, I don't know, take with me. I mean, obviously if you build houses, like you'll always have that, but you know, changing lives is a little different, especially changing young minds and young lives. So, uh, yeah, I knew I wanted to teach middle school because I also knew that, uh, nobody else wanted to, (laughs) and, uh, um, and it takes a special kind of person. Like you have to know that you enjoy it. But see, I had a terrible time in middle school. Like my seventh and eighth grade year were horrible for me because I was just realizing who I was and I was going through a lot of changes. And back when I was in school, you couldn't be yourself as much. And so I used that fight in middle school that I had to kind of relay it to students um, like the three of you, you know, students who just, you know, want someone to be there for them, you know, and create a good environment. Have you ever been uh, to summer school when you were little? Like me? Yeah, just no. in general. You haven't? No, I, I, no, I never did summer school. Um, I kind of had straight A's. <laughs> I was like, you're a nerd, Mister. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I still am, but I definitely was in school. I mean, I got a C here and there, but you know. What about you, Jovan? Yeah, Raise what you, hand. what you got for me, Jovan? When you was little, like, who was your idol? Like, who did you look up to? Oh, good question. I had a couple. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. wow. Miley Cyrus. Um, who else did I really, Oh, Shakira. Love Shakira. I still, <laughs> I still love Shakira. And honestly, my family was hoping that I wasn't gay because I really liked Shakira. <laughs> like, I really liked Shakira. Um, who else did I look up to? Carrie Underwood. That was a weird one for a little bit. Like, I don't know. That was like middle school, maybe, or high school. Uh, but that was a weird one. Uh, Jesse J has always been my idol. Jesse J is still my idol. I actually met her a few years ago. I have her lyrics tattooed on my arm. So I looked up to her since 2010, um, and I still support. So you know, I had my had my little group of pop singers that I looked up to, as every <laughs> young gay boy does. You know, <laughs> um, what is it like? So you know how you become a teacher? Like, how do you, what do you think about the other teachers and stuff and their way to teaching? Don't be asking me about my coworkers <laughs> no. on, on the spot online. No, no, no. It's not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, how do you like? How, like, how do you think they like? Are they like, like, like? Do you like um, like Miss Killing them? Like, like, are they your friends? Like, how, what? Like, what? What thing do you like about them? How they teach in the different ways? I will put this as 
simply as possible is that I really love my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you guys have a really good eighth grade team, um, middle school team in general, the whole middle school. Um, but of course, I work with mostly eighth grade. Um, and I think that we all balance each other out very well and we support each other very well. And in this line of work, as I'm sure all three of you know, it's very important to have a support system uh, who you can trust and who you can go to. So to answer your question, Roman, in the, the easiest way possible is I really appreciate having the other teachers here. And I really and I really uh, enjoy having a team who accepts me the same way that my students accept me, right? So when I come to school with my big thick eyeliner on <laughs> and whatever else I decide to do that day, uh, I'm celebrated. Instead of judged or looked down upon. Um, yeah, like that, like that one time uh, when I wore my on heels. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, when I wore my heels and everyone, he was he was walking down the yeah. hallway. Oh no, I we like, are his biggest supporters. Yeah, right? No, no honestly, one hundred percent. This place is my family. Like teachers, staff, students. This is this is the family I have. So yeah, because especially on Halloween when we when uh what is it when we were in Miss Williams' class cleaning. Uh, he, I saw him coming out like a model. I'm like, oh, what did I miss? Right. Like, he, bro, I was like, <laughs> like bro, a model. Yeah, I was like, I, bro, what did I, I want yeah. to see that? I don't look like a model every day. Bro, um. when, when, <laughs> when you were wearing that, you looked like a model. I'm like, yeah, man, was, man, uh, Kimberly convinced him to do the walk on uh, Halloween. Y'all, my heels broke that day. I know. Yeah, I, I seen saw that. The end of the day. Like, I almost died in my heels, but, <laughs> and they're still broken. I couldn't fix them. So I'm in the market for some boots like that. <laughs> Uh well we are out of time. Uh so bye. I bye. Could, I could talk all day. We should probably go. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye y'all. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Hangout on the Voice of Marbella podcast. If you would like to support our work, you can subscribe. Uh, to the Voice of Marbello podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts and become a supporter on Spotify to make a monthly donation. Also follow us on Instagram at the Confluence Media Center and click on the link in the bio to check out more youth-led media content and make a donation. This has been a Confluence Media production.